0: Will God's people always die peacefully? No, no. How we use our time, though, is vitally important. Can I just briefly mention uh, one of my heroes in American history? Do you know how Ulysses S. Grant died? Well, his but but I'm asking you what he died from, not his financial state, but throat cancer. Throat cancer. Um, every single photograph of U.S. Grant is shown with him smoking a cigar, and he died of throat cancer. Duh. Um, but uh, um, knowing he had throat cancer, that's when he started his biography to provide for his family. He knew that, well, I was a general in the Civil War, and I was president of the United States. People will buy my biography, my autobiography if I write it. And so he sat on the front porch of his house in Galena, Illinois, and wrote his autobiography, finished it just, I think, weeks before he died. And it was published posthumously. But, and, but it, and the sales of the book did take care of the needs of his family. Yeah. But, uh, so how you use your time uh, uh, dram- can dramatically uh, affect the people in your life. What will you do with the time that you have for them. All right. Turn the page over and we'll get to the final four. The last four kings of Judah, and they follow this pattern. Three months, 11 years, three months, 11 years. Isn't that interesting? That's the length of their reigns. 311, 311. Now, that also kind of adds up to 1212. 12. So I don't know if there's something there or not, but four guys, 311, 311... And probably the least memorable of them all for most of us is Jehoahaz, king of Judah, verse, chapter 36. The people of the land took Jehoahaz, the son of Josiah, and made him king in Jerusalem in place of his father. Jehoahaz was 23 years old when he became king, and he reigned as king in Jerusalem for three months. The king of Egypt removed him from the kingship of Jerusalem he also imposed on the land a penalty of 100 talents. Remember, a talent is about 75 pounds of silver um, and, and a talent of gold. So, um, a big penalty on there. Uh, by the way, these are the final four. These are the guys. Reading from left to right, the guy with the funny, long, weird cow, uh, 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 comedy hat is, Jehoah, is um I'm sorry, Jehoahaz. It's in Latin, Jehoahaz. Okay, spelled there on this coin. Then you have Jehoiakim with the first pointy crown and the really nasty nose. You see that on on Jehoiakim? Then you've got Jehoiakim with the long Santa Claus beard and so forth. And he was a kid when he became king and was taken into exile after three months. I don't think he had that beard when he went into exile but Jehoiakim is the one who, I'll, I'll explain this later, after his uncle Zechariah um, uh, becomes the last king, or Zedekiah, they, the people didn't like the, new, the last king, and they keep keeping time according to Jehoiakim. So I'll, I'll, I'll try to point that out from Ezra and Jeremiah. And uh, Jehoiakim actually gets released from prison by the Babylonians, uh, by, uh, eventually, and is a guest at the table of the king of Babylon. So, uh, long beard. And then, yeah, the, the guy looking in the other direction is uh, Zedekiah, um, who still has the, that, that lion as the clasp on his cloak and so forth, the last king of Judah um, and so forth. But the king of Egypt made Eliakim, Jehoahaz's brother, king over Judah and Jerusalem, and changed his name to Jehoiakim. Nico took Jehoahaz, Jehoiakim's brother, and carried him off to Egypt. So on your sheet, Jehoahaz, that first one. Oh, by the way, I'm going to do this to all of them. Went into exile. Who was he to Josiah, Jehoahaz? Son of Josiah. Exiled after how long? Three months. months. And exiled to where? Egypt. Egypt. I actually should have had the arrow going the other way. Yeah, he goes to Egypt. Everybody else is going to go to Babylon, but he goes to Egypt. Just that's all we have. Short reign, not a great guy, gone, and they don't really, the people don't seem to care very much when he goes. So, next king, Jehoiakim, king of Egypt. Um, usually we spell his name with a K, because otherwise, how do you distinguish between Jehoiakim and Jehoiakin? So I know M and N at the end, but usually Jehoiakim is spelled with a K to help with who who was he. Jehoiakim was 25 years old when he became king. He ruled as king in Jerusalem for 11 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord his God. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, marched up against him. He bound him in bronze shackles to take him to Babylon Nebuchadnezzar carried off some of the vessels from the house of the Lord to Babylon and put them in his palace in Babylon. So more stuff gets carried away, this time to Babylon and not to Assyria or to Egypt. And the rest of the acts of Jehoiakim, the abominations which he committed and the charges that were established against him, you can find written in the books of the kings of Israel and Judah. And one other place that we learn more about Jehoiakim in the book of Jeremiah than we do in the book of Kings or the book of Chronicles. So things Jeremiah says about Jehoiakim's atrocities are there in Jeremiah. And his son Jehoiakim ruled as king in his place. So we have an, another little descent here from Grandpa Josiah down to now Jehoiakim, king of Judah. So Jehoiakim, to go back to our final foresheet, was the what of Josiah? No, Josiah, Jehoiakim is the son. His son will be grandson, but he Josiah is still Jehoiakim, rather, is still one of the sons of Josiah. Exiled after how many years? Eleven. Eleven years. This is Jehoiakim. And then uh, exiled. He goes north to Babylon. Babylon. Yeah. Bronze shackles again. All right, Jehoiakim was 18 years old when he became king. So dad had been 25, and now this is 18 years later. So um, when he became king, he reigned as king, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so he reigned as king for three months and 10 days in Jerusalem. He did evils in the, uh, evil in the eyes of the Lord. In the spring of the year, Nebuchadnezzar sent men and had him brought to Babylon, Along with the precious vessels of the house of the Lord, he made his uncle, Zedekiah, king over Judah and Jerusalem. We'll talk about that in a moment, but let's let's fill in the information about Jehoiakim. He was the what of Josiah? Grandson through Jehoiakim. Exiled after only? Three months. months, Or three months, and was it 10 days? Yeah, if you want to remember that detail. Exiled also to? Babylon and we learn in Kings released 37 years later he also the grandson of Josiah? no he was a, a, another son of Josiah his his original name was Eliakim and Pharaoh for whatever reason changed his name and put him on the throne He was a puppet um and uh and and probably because this Jehoahaz wasn't a very good vassal and so yeah that's what happened it's 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 more than a little confusing. So it, 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 uh, that's why I'm using their pictures, it, although I'm putting lines through them, but it still helps to have a picture. Um, by the way, if you're keeping score, kin, um, the one we just crossed out, many of the people would continue to tell time, what year is it? Using kin, and not Zedekiah. And uh, there are references, I have three references if you want to write them down. 2 Kings 25, 27, Jeremiah 52, 31, and Ezra 1, verse 2, probably the most famous of them, that they're telling time, even after the exile is over, they're still telling time using Jehoiakim and not Zedekiah. So um, that's not a testimony to how good was Jehoiakim but how, how really, truly wicked was Zedekiah, I think. You know, you've got bad and worse going on there. And so they told time by bad and not by worse. Although, wow, does Jeremiah ever seem to talk affectionately about Jehoiakim? Because he has, he has two different nicknames for him. So he also likes to call him Jeconiah, and sometimes just Kaniah, you know. What did we all remember President Carter as? Jimmy. Yeah, you know. What did people call President Reagan? Ronnie. Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. When you like the guy, you know, you kind of use the other name, right? Zedekiah, king of Judah. Zedekiah was 21 when he became king, and he reigned as king in Jerusalem for 11 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord his God, he did not humble himself before Jeremiah the prophet who spoke from the mouth of the Lord. He also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar who had made him swear an oath by God. Zedekiah stiffened his neck and hardened his heart against turning to the Lord, the God of Israel. Uh, and all the officials of the priests and the people became more and more unfaithful. Oh, it's not that long since Josiah's reforms. Um By following all the abominations of the nations and polluting the house of the Lord, which he had made holy in Jerusalem. It's, oh, you guys. um, Eventually, isn't God going to say enough? Yeah, we got about two verses before that happens. I wanted to read this so you can finish. This is not mentioned in Chronicles, but this is mentioned in Kings. This is what happened to Zedekiah. He was taken to the king of Babylon at Riblah, where sentence was pronounced on him. They killed the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. Then they put out his eyes, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. So they, the last thing he sees is the death of his sons. Then they gouge out his eyes and take him—well, not take him—they make him walk to Babylon from Riblah, which is Riblah is not that far from Shechem up north. North of Jerusalem. It was Ribla was one of the Babylonian um, stations where they, where they, um, encamped their soldiers. The fall of Jerusalem. A third, a third son, a third son. Yeah, it 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 it's tricky to 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 figure that one out. Not least of which because instead of the word uncle, there is a Hebrew word for uncle. It says brother in Hebrew. And sometimes brother means uncle, but you read Kings and you realize, oh, he's an uncle. But then in Chronicles, they have really brother in the sense of relative. Not as helpful as it could have been there, Ezra. So we go back to Kings and figure out that he was an uncle. So three sons of Josiah are on the throne. And they're all bad. I don't have that in my head. He had reigned 18 years. He was pretty young when he got to be king. Yeah, low 40s. Eight years old when he became king. So eight plus 18 is 26. 26, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Eighteenth year of his reign was when they had the Passover. And then he died after that. So we have to do the, the, all the math to figure out how old he was. He, how old was he when he died? Did somebody have that from kings? 39? Thirty-one years, yeah. So thirty-nine, yeah. Fall of Jerusalem. The Lord, the God of their fathers, persistently sent warnings to them through His messengers, especially which prophet, Jeremiah, especially Ezekiel. At this time, is not is in his twenties. Daniel has is has been carried off into exile. Um, Jeremiah is the prophet around. There's one that our minor prophet named Zephaniah, who's stomping around at this time as well, uh, who was related to the king in some way, and also to, the I think, the king of Cush. Um, but uh, but these, those are especially the prophets here. Because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place, but the people kept mocking the messengers of God, despising his words, scoffing at his prophets, what did they do to Jeremiah three times? They threw him in jail. Once in a, in a muddy cistern, once in a dry cistern, and once in house arrest in, a, in, a, in an old house, but imprisoned him, imprisoned him three times. Until the anger of the Lord rose up against his people until there was no remedy. He brought against them the king of the Chaldeans, that is the Babylonians, who killed their young men with the sword in the house of their sanctuary. He had no compassion on young man or virgin, old man or aged. The Lord gave them all into his hands. All the articles from the house of God, great and small, and the treasures of the house of the Lord, and of the king, and his officials, all these he brought to Babylon. They burned the house of God and tore down the wall of Jerusalem. They burned all its fortified buildings with fire. All its precious articles were destroyed. How do you burn a stone building? A lot of heat. heat. What happens to stone when it gets really, really hot? Cracks, Cracks, sure. The one thing that will will (laughs) finally destroy anything that's that hot is rain. You heat it up really, really hot, a stone, and then rain comes and boom, it just bursts apart. So yeah, it just goes. Um, when, when the Romans did this later to the second temple, uh, the, uh, hot, the, the, the fire was so hot that the gold off the roof of the temple melted and flowed down off of the stone roof and, and, and hit the rocks below. And the Jews even while the Romans were killing them, were trying to pick the gold off of the stones to save it. And then what the Romans were walking through, killing them all at this time. That was in 70 AD. He sent those who escaped from the sword in exile to Babylon. There's Zedekiah, the last one. They became servants for him and for his sons until Persia took over the kingdom. How long was the Babylonian exile? 70 years. Jeremiah had said that twice. Daniel, in the book of Daniel, says, you know what? I was reading Jeremiah, and the exile is only supposed to last 70 years. And Jeremiah looked at the calendar and said, that's this year. And uh, so it was exciting stuff over in Babylon when, when this was going on. To fulfill the word of the Lord that had come by the mouth of Jeremiah, the land completed its Sabbath rests. I'm sorry I don't have the, the, the verse here. But Jeremiah had said the land would remain empty for because every, every 50 years, there was supposed to be a jubilee and a year of rest for the land. And God tells Jeremiah, because they never did, it, uh, they never did observe any of these, I'm going to give the land all of its rest years in a row. So that's where the 70 years came from. Uh, of those the entire time the land was desolate it was completing a sabbath rest which lasted for 70 years and here at the tail end of the we have two verses left in the first year of cyrus king of persia that that's him in the first year of cyrus king of persia in order to fulfill the word of the lord that came by the mouth of jeremiah the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he made a proclamation throughout his kingdom and put it in writing. This is what Cyrus, king of Persia, says. And keep in mind, this is the last verse of Chronicles. Okay? This is how the book completely ends. And, and I also want to say something else. In the book of Kings, 2 Kings, there is no mention of anything except the exile. So they go into exile, boom, the book gets slammed, right? Kings is a grim book in that way. How does Chronicles end? This is what Cyrus, king of Persia, says. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms kingdoms of the earth. He himself has appointed me to build a house for him in Jerusalem, which is in Judah. From all his people, whoever among you is willing, may the Lord, his God, be with him, is permitted to go up to Jerusalem. So Cyrus releases the Jews. If you want to go, go. That's what he says. Can you tell me who stayed? Did Daniel stay? Why did Daniel stay? He's, old. He's really old. Yeah, Daniel was by this time was probably not walking back. You know, he was taken when he was a young man. If he was 18, 70 years later, he was 88. And was Daniel going to walk back to Jerusalem? I don't think so. Not walk back. Um, But other people, and who else stayed? Well, we know that Jehoiakim, that king, remained. We're told in Kings that he stayed, and he eventually, even after he was released, he became an honored guest at the king's table, so an old man. And he and Daniel, probably at the court together. Daniel was what position, what rank? Chief of the Magi. That's what Daniel was. He was chief of the Magi. No wonder the Magi were looking for the sign 400 years, 300 years later now. But also somebody else who stayed? A guy from descended from the house of, is it, is it from Benjamin, I think? His name is Mordecai? And his niece? Yes. Esther. yeah. So they stay, and others as well. And in the book of Esther, Mordecai and Esther face, I don't know if you've ever thought of it this way. Well, who's the villain's name in Esther? Haman. Haman, yeah. If it's 1970 and you see your buddy across the parking lot, what do you say? Hey man! right? So that's how you remember Haman's name, okay? Uh, but who is Haman. He is called in the book of Acts, they specifically call him the Agagite, the descendant of Agag. Agag is one of the last sons of Amalek. Do you remember the Amalekites and all the trouble that the Israelites have with the Amalekites? Haman is the last of the Amalekites in the Bible. There are never any other Amalekites ever mentioned in the Bible after Haman. And what happens to Haman and all of his ten sons? They're all put to death in the book and hanged. Yeah, So I, I see Esther as also fulfilling that part of Scripture um, in addition to other things that the book of Esther does for us. But remarkable, remarkable things. We will, I think, go backwards in time a little bit for a minor prophet at about the same time next week. Um, That's it for today. God bless all of you. You've been listening to Invisible Church, the Bible study podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church, New Wall, Minnesota.